Hi, it's Jenny. We're currently gearing up for season three of Encyclopedia Womanica. In the meantime, we're mixing things up, bringing back some of our favorite episodes in many week-long-ish themes. Our current theme is Originals. Stay tuned for a brand new season coming in September. Thanks for listening. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Today we're talking about a comedian who used her height and unusually deep voice to reimagine what an American leading lady could look and sound like. Her characters on hit shows Maude and the Golden Girls became icons during the women's movement of the 1970s and 80s and offered refreshing portrayals of strong women who didn't conform to gender norms. Let's talk about B. Arthur. Bernice Frankel was born on May 13, 1922, in New York City. She was the second of Philip and Rebecca Frankel's three daughters. When B. was 11, her father moved the family to Cambridge, Maryland, to run a clothing store. B. was the tallest girl in her class, resulting in typical middle school awkwardness. In addition to the run-of-the-mill challenges of adolescence, B's family was also one of the only Jewish families in town, and they were subject to anti-Semitism. To overcome her insecurities, B developed a cutting sense of humor, even winning the title of wittiest girl in her class at Cambridge High. At the age of 20, B became one of the first women to enroll in the U.S. Marine Corps Women's Reserve. Paperwork from the interview process notes that she came off as argumentative and overly aggressive. One reviewer went so far as to write, officious, but probably a good worker if she has her own way. After basic training, B worked first as a typist in the Marine headquarters in Washington, DC, before transferring to the Motor Transport School, where she served as a truck driver and dispatcher in Cherry Point, North Carolina. She was honorably discharged in 1945 at the rank of Staff Sergeant, in 1947, B married fellow Marine Robert Allen Arthur. After leaving the Marines, B attended the Franklin Institute of Science and Arts and worked as a lab technician for a year before moving to New York City to pursue show business. She joined the New School's dramatic workshop to study under Erwin Piscotter with classmates including Harry Belafonte, Rod Steiger, and Walter Matthau. While Piscotter took to B's height and naturally deep voice, casting her as leads in classic plays such as Taming of the Shrew and Clytemnestra, B found that the rest of the professional theater world was less open-minded to such an unconventional leading lady. Finding little success in classical theater, B began a career singing in nightclubs. During this time, she and Robert Arthur divorced, and B remarried a fellow Piscotter student the actor and director Gene Sachs. Together, they adopted two sons, Matthew and Daniel. B landed her first big break in 1954 when she was cast in the long-running off-Broadway hit The Three Penny Opera. I used to believe in the days I was pure And I was pure like you used to be My wonderful someone will come to me someday Following rave reviews of her comedic timing and satire, B became an in-demand character actor on and off Broadway. 
Gillespie originated the role of Yenta the Matchmaker in the Broadway production of The Fiddler on the Roof. Ritke, I have such news for you. Remember Perchik, that crazy student? Remember at the wedding when Seidel married Mottle and Perchik started dancing with Tevye's daughter Huggle? She received a Tony Award in 1966 for Best Supporting Actress for her portrayal of Vera Charles in Mame. She would later reprise the role in the 1974 film adaptation. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. B's Broadway success translated to the silver screen when All in the Family's creator, Norman Lear, persuaded B to make a guest appearance on the show in 1971. B played Maud, Edith's liberal cousin who delights in skewering conservative-minded Archie. B's performance won the attention of CBS executives and Lear worked with B to create a spin-off series, Maud, which premiered in 1972. In its six seasons, Maud explored a variety of controversial topics, from alcoholism to psychoanalysis and the Vietnam War. It was Maud's decision to have an abortion that truly broke television taboos. Just tell me, Walter, that I'm doing the right thing, not having the baby. For you, Maud, for me. In the privacy of our own lives, you're doing the right thing. The episode brought both protests and popularity as Maude became an icon of the growing women's movement in the early 1970s. B won an Emmy Award for her performance on the show in 1977. The success of Maude and B's ensuing celebrity caused tension within the gender dynamics of B's own marriage. B and Jean divorced in 1978. A few years later, in 1985, B said, I don't think I ever truly believed in marriage anyway. I guess marriage means that you're a woman and not a person. B continued to break convention in her on-screen portrayals of Dorothy Zbornak, a divorced school teacher in the hit show, The Golden Girls. Thank you for being a friend. From 1985 to 1992, B starred opposite Betty White, Estelle Getty, and Rue McClanahan in a bold and comedic portrayal of four senior women navigating female friendship, romance, and aging in Florida. B won a second Emmy Award for the role in 1988. In 2002, she returned to Broadway with a one-woman show, B. Arthur on Broadway, Just Between Friends. Outside of acting, B was a strong supporter and activist for animal rights, AIDS-related causes, and LGBTQ youth. B passed away on April 25, 2009. She was 86 years old. In 2016, thanks to her generosity and activism, an 18-bed home for homeless LGBTQ youth was opened in New York City and was named in her honor, the B. Arthur Residence. B's distinctive portrayals of both Maude and Dorothy brought in the idea of what womanhood could look and sound like on American television. Both women were sharp-tongued and did not conform to traditional standards of beauty or wifely duty. Instead, they held themselves tall and spoke their minds, a portrayal of women that is still in many ways a rarity in pop culture today. All month, we're talking about leading ladies. For more on why we're doing what we're doing, check out our Encyclopedia Womanica newsletter, Womanica Weekly. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Encyclopedia Womanica 
And you can follow me directly on Twitter at Jenny M. Kaplan. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow. I want to tell you about another show I think you might like. Are you exhausted from trying to do everything perfectly? Do you hold yourself back because you're scared of failure? Break away from the cult of perfection by subscribing and listening to Brave Not Perfect. It's hosted by Reshma Sajani, the founder and CEO of Girls Who Code and author of the international bestseller Brave Not Perfect. Join Reshma as she shares her secrets about bravery and success because she wants to help you fear less, fail more, and live bolder. She'll even answer your questions and give you tips about how to get a little braver every day. Subscribe to Brave Not Perfect wherever you listen to podcasts.